tour all night is supported by listeners like you. To find out how you can help, head over to patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos. There you'll see what exciting rewards we're offering for your support. Once again, that's patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos to help us continue to make high-quality and tourytainment for you. Hey, everybody. The European 2023 tour is just around the corner, and we want to talk about it. Tori's added some exciting new cities to the mix, and just for fun, she shuffled the order of the old cities. So now we got to replan, regroup, and yes, re-record. It's a brand new year, a brand new season, and a brand new era of tour all night. From ocean to ocean, to ocean to ocean too, we're your guide to everything tour. This episode is an edited version of the conversation that I had with Stefan Svensson prior to the 2022 postponed tour. It's really bittersweet to listen to this conversation because it was the first one that I recorded of the entire series. And I remember being so young and so hopeful and having this ridiculous idea to do all of these episodes. And I thought, oh, no, I can find someone in every city. And the first person that stepped up to the plate when I posted on Instagram was Stefan. But as it's shaken out with the rescheduling, I will not be going to Copenhagen. I'll be spending an extra week in France. Oui, je suis Francais. But I hope those of you going to Copenhagen benefit from this incredible information that Stefan shared with us. And Stefan, I miss you already. I'm on the line with the delightful Stefan Svensson at Tory Collector on Instagram. Follow him right now as you listen to this. Hi. Hi, friend. How have you been? I've been great. I mean, the uh, pandemic has been uh, kind of getting to me lately, but I mean, we're pulling through now. We're pulling through. Are you ready for tour? Are you just ready like to take off and hit the road? Oh my god, I just want to go out on the road now. Yeah. Like it's coming up though. Thank I mean, I feel I feel so unprepared. I feel like why didn't I start prepping for this tour since August? Like why wasn't I doing my research in August? I feel underprepared and so like <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody where you live and where you come from and how you found Toriamus. Well, I live in Malmo, which is like pretty much a twin city to Copenhagen, but on the Swedish side of the pond, like the, that goes through uh, with the bridge. I'm, I'm trying to find the words. You're like literally on the opposite side of the bridge. Yeah, exactly. Like literally, if I go out from where I live, I can see Copenhagen. That's amazing. And you are part Swedish and part Danish. I am, yes. Is that why you're so tall? I think that's why I'm so tall, yes. Yeah. What? Seriously, honestly, what, why are you all so tall? <laughs> I'm very short. I don't know. I mean, like, my sister is, like, six feet uh, herself. I mean, like, she's, she's a tall, tall woman. I love a tall woman, Macy Rodman. She's six foot something. I love a tall woman. Yeah. Um, how long have you lived where you are right now in Malmo? Um, I have lived in Malmo for 35 years. Oh, your whole life? My whole life. Wow, great. I love this city with the, with the, all of my heart. Oh my god, I can't wait to talk about it. Okay, so tell everybody first how you came to Tori and how many times you've seen Tori and how many times you're going to see her on this next tour. Um, so I came in contact with her when she promoted Scarlet's Walk in Sweden um, in 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw her perform a sort of fairy tale by herself on the piano 
and I went out to buy the single the next day because I was absolutely smitten by her, just like from her sitting by the piano by herself singing this beautiful song. So I went out to buy the single the next day, and from there, when I got the album, I just felt like, oh my god, this is someone, this is going to be a problem for me. (laughs) I mean, like, right off the bat, I could just say that, shit, this is going to be something that I will listen to for the rest of my life. So I went to see her in London, and uh, I mean, like, in 2003. Uh I went to see her both nights in London. I spent all of my money after the first night because I was so starstruck by the concert that I wanted to go see her the next night. And then after that tour, I started saving up for the next one. And so far I've seen her 124 times. Amazing. I remember you saying that. We did like a little mini tour all year with you and a bunch of people. And I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have the distinction of handling for us the Copenhagen show, which is on March 6th. The day before is a day off, and the day after is Oslo, Norway. So you're sandwiched in between a beautiful day off and Oslo, Norway. Yeah. And the venue for this show is the Royal Theater. And can you tell me the address? So how to say all these words? Kongens Nytorv. Hmm. Is that the street? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it is on the... Uh, what is those places called in English? There is this flat area where you can have, like, shopping and... I mean, like, it's a big space where they have the old Danish theater. Oh, like a city center, like a... Yeah, like a city center. And it's just an open place and absolutely beautiful theater. Oh, really? How many shows have you seen there? I have seen three shows there. Uh, I have seen uh, Tori there in 2011 when she played two shows back to back. And then I saw Kylie Minogue there in 2018. That's amazing. We love Kylie. Yeah. So as someone who's from Malmo now, when you go to Copenhagen, tell us a little bit about the vibe, like just the vibe of the city. What can we expect when we get there? I mean, the vibe is friendly. Friendly? Friendly, friendly, friendly. Because Danish people are very welcoming. And even if they, uh, I mean, none of us have English as our first language here, but still Danish people are so helpful they will do their best to answer in English, even if it's broken. Like mine is broken into Swedish. Into Swedish. Uh, I mean, we always make sure that our tourists are taken care of. Really? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm I'm nervous as an American that I'm going to encounter that stupid American stereotype where people just don't want to talk to Americans. Is that not a thing there? No. No. Oh, thank God. I knew I loved you. <laughs> you have that friendly vibe in you. So it's a, yeah. it's a friendly city. There's helpful people. What's the gay scene like? I always ask that first. <laughs> What's the gay scene like? Well, that's all depending on what kind of gay scene. <laughs> you want are is it a liberal place are we it's a extremely liberal place and i imagine it to be in my little research it seems very progressive it seems really hip and happening so what's the music art theater scene like um i mean 
it's one of those places where there is like it's such a big city in a small package. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much like New York, but in a very small size because you have like a scene for pretty much everything there. Like if you want to go for like avant-garde performances, there are there are scenes for that. There is like an R&B scene. Uh, there is a lot of cre- creativity going on in Copenhagen, so you can find pretty much whatever floats your boat there. I love that. And is it like Copenhagen R&B? Like it's just- oh yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, it is a twist on R&B, but like with Danish artists. I can't wait. That sounds amazing. Honestly, that sounds amazing. Yeah. accepted right yeah they don't accept euros it's always better to have like the danish krona when you're there but it's one of the more expensive um currencies uh, in europe great (laughs) (laughs) i guess it's worth it i mean like for such a happening place because it is small i mean i love that you're describing it as a little a mini new york but like surrounded by water so the exchange rate is very high yeah okay all right prepare yourselves people prepare yourselves we're gonna go through this list of questions that i've designed for each of the cities and it's just sort of a sort of chronological journey through our experience which begins with traveling into the city because the day before is a day off so on days off i really believe that everybody kind of just veers off and some people leave the night of the show after the show some people leave the next morning on the day of the day off some people don't go to the actual day of the show so everybody kind of does their own thing as someone who knows what you're doing what is something that you prefer what are some travel options coming into Copenhagen well I mean like I'm pretty based here in what I think because I mean I would spend as much time as possible in Copenhagen mm-hmm. also because the airport for example it's like right into Copenhagen I mean it's not like 50 minutes outside of the city it's like in the city I loved hearing that is how close is the is the airport which is CPH by the way airport code CPH how close is that airport to the Royal Theater I would say under 30 minutes oh okay and there's plenty of public transpo Oh, there is, uh, you can take a bus, you can take like the subway, the metro there, you can uh, hire uh, or, you know, like rent one of those stupid scooters. (gasps) Imagine us on a scooter rolling our luggage behind us. (laughs) 
I love it. Just hair blowing in the breeze. We have to. Oh, it would be beautiful. <laughs> I know, that would be a sight. So you're saying that the airport's about 30 minutes outside of the city center where the Royal Theater is. Is it public transportation? Like you can just hop on once you land and just get there? Or do we need to prepare in advance? Yeah, yeah you can just hop on? No, I mean, like you can take uh, the train or you can take the subway. And it's like, if you come with air flights, you can get right into the... Uh, to the metro or to the train, which takes you into the central station. Love it. Which is like, I think it's like 10 minutes or something. So great. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so we don't have to prepare once we land. We can just hop on a train, hop on a bus. Yeah. Which brings up lodging. So we've gotten into Copenhagen. We've taken our bus or our train to the city center. Are there hotels close to the city center, like the venue? Are there any specific recommendations you have for like lodging? I mean, I've never spent the night in Copenhagen, but I know from people who've been there that their hostels are still better than most hotels are in other places of Europe. Really? Yeah, I mean, like, you can go quite cheap uh, living in uh, Copenhagen because, like, the standard is so great uh, when you come to uh, the hostels. And I mean, like, no one crucify me. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, like, this is information I've heard from people who've stayed there. Okay. But I mean, like, close to the concert hall, I know that there should be at least two different hotels. Okay. So if that's not accurate, don't crucify you. Exactly. Okay. I'm going to look it up right now. Hold on. Let me find the address. Say that address for me one more time. (laughs) Kongens Nytov. Kongens Nytov. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just looking at the map, I see a really, I see a five-star posh hotel nearby the venue called Hotel de Angleterre. It's maybe out of most people's price range. The further away you get from the venue, as we find, the hotels get cheaper. Hotel Sanders is also nearish. Average price, 283 a night. Rosenberg Hotel Apartments is nearby. So what would you recommend for people who maybe are seasoned and too, I don't know, old to be allowed in hostels? <laughs> would you uh, recommend an Airbnb versus a hotel or is a hotel fine, do you think? Oh, I I would say in a hotel because Airbnb can become very expensive in Copenhagen mm. because they know what they have. Oh, I see. That makes total sense. Like the exclusivity of having property there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm happy that I live in Malmo mm-hmm. because, I mean, like you can have an apartment. I mean, like I live in a nice area and I mean, like I can still live. Mm. How, <laughs> I, how, how far I, away from Copenhagen? Like how many minutes would you say is your house? I would say that I would be at the central station within 50 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Yeah. So we've gotten into the city. We've traveled to the city center. We've gotten our hotel. And you said public transportation just around is is yeah. lovely. But is it walkable? And are we expecting, like, inclement weather? Like, we are going to want to be inside only? Or is it going to be okay to walk around in Copenhagen? I mean, dress for the weather, I would say. It will be cold. <laughs> I was freezing the other day in Los Angeles at 55 degrees. Well, Ephraim, I'm sorry to say that you, you will not like the weather in <laughs> Denmark. I, uh, yeah, I, I've heard that it's the coldest time of the year, like literally when we're going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. 
Is it really that bad? I mean, for someone who has lived in Scandinavia all of his life, I mean, I don't really mind the weather because I don't like the warm. Oh, really? I mean, like, the summer is awful for me. Why? What makes it yeah. so awful? Because it's super humid. Yeah, I'm a sweater, too, and that's why I love L.A., because it's not so humid here. It's just like a dry heat, you know? It's fine. Yeah. Even though there's an ocean, there's ocean breeze, but, like, there's something about L.A. that really works with me. But as far as the weather predictions for March 6th, 2022, I'm looking at... Hey, people, I'm looking at the weather for April 24th, 2023, and it says it's going to be 54 degrees high and 42 degrees low. That's Fahrenheit. But more importantly, it says it's going to be a little rain in the morning, otherwise low clouds with 57% probability of precipitation, 92% cloud cover, but 0% possibility of thunderstorms. Again, Fahrenheit 54 degrees high, 42 degrees low. So bring umbrella. Do you have any recommendations for like traveling with sweaters? Like I really like to travel only with a carry-on and sweaters take up a lot of room. <laughs> I may just ship a sweater to every hotel I stay in like in advance. <laughs> that would be a great idea. I mean, I plan to travel myself with uh, a set of two different hoodies. Mm-hmm. And then always wear something under so it doesn't reek. Yeah, fair, fair. I love that. I mean, I understand that too. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm complaining about because I it is like pulling teeth to get me on a summer tour. I hate a summer tour. I hate sweating. So I'm ha I'm like excited to be cold. Not maybe not that cold, but like I'm still excited. I'd rather be cold than hot. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. me too, me too. And is it going to be rainy? Do you think like snowy or what? Not snowy. We don't really have snow in this part of Europe anymore. Mm. Oh, well, just, just got really sad. <laughs> um, and then if we wanted to like go around Copenhagen, it's totally walkable, you said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like recommend staying in like one location or is there anything that we have to see? Let's get into the activities portion. Like I found... Um, I guess it's called Bakken Amusement Park, which I love amusement parks. Do you know Bakken Amusement Park? I know about it, but that's like an hour outside <gasps> of Copenhagen, I think. Shut up. Ah, oh, damn. They have a like one of the world's oldest roller coasters, and it's wooden. Oh, I have uh, I have been on that. Yes? It's a, yeah, it's a terrifying experience. <laughs> I know, and they said it goes on for three minutes. It's like not a, a minute ride. It's like a long-ass ride. It but, is. <laughs> So it's too far to go, probably, because I was very excited to try it. I mean, like, if you come the day before, I would say that that is something you could do. Mm. Uh, but I don't know if it if it's open in March. See, I couldn't. I went to the website. Bakken Amusement Park is free, completely free to get in, and you only pay for the rides that you go on. Um, so, yeah. like, your families can go, and, like, the kids who are too small don't have to pay to get in and just walk around. And I thought that was really cool, but there's no hours. Like, it says, like, check our hours, and you can't go as far as March 2022. Like, they're, like that's still not posted. So, I guess we'll find out later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would it be? Because it's too cold, maybe? Yeah, I mean, like, there is an amusement park just by the central station called Tivoli. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and that's closer? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that is, like, dead center city Copenhagen. I'm looking at it right now. You can find it at Tivoli. Is it Tivoli Gardens? Yeah. Yeah, Tivoli.dk. Tivoli Gardens Amusement Park in central Copenhagen offers rides, games, musicals, ballet, and major concerts. Oh, wow. That sounds fun. It looks great. It, looks yeah. like, it also has, like, an in intense roller coaster. 
Oh, it does. I was forced to go on it, and I'm not really a roller coaster person. Oh, really? <laughs> more of like a teacup. Oh, cute. Person. So cute. <laughs> You know, I've only gotten into roller coasters recently when I, I don't know, I went to Six Flags LA, so. Well, your roller coasters are a different story from the European ones. I, we're, I think we're worse. Yeah. I think we don't care about anything, especially our lives. So we're like, if you survive, you're one of the lucky few. Yeah. Okay, so if we're not going to go to the amusement parks, what would you recommend we do all day? If we get there the day before, we have the whole day in front of us. What would be a few things that you think we should do? And give us some cheap options. Give us some expensive options. Give us some close options, some far options. Um, I'm a museum guy. Okay. I love visiting museums. What are your favorites? There is one called Glyptoteket. Okay. Which is like they have restored a complete room from like ancient Egypt. So they have like this whole uh, sarcophagus within it. You have to walk down. I think it's like maybe 50 meters down into the earth. Oh, wow. Where where it's warmed up. So it's the same climate as it would be in Egypt. Oh, wow. And uh, they have this indoor garden, which is absolutely breathtaking. And that's one of those, I would say, medium expensive places. Say the name again for me. Glyptoteket. Okay. And as a reminder to everybody who's been following these series of episodes, we'll have everything listed on our show notes page at songsoftoryamus.com. We'll link to everything that we talk about here in case you want to look at it yourself and decide what you're going to do. And they have a lot of old old statues and it's this old rich person that lived long ago who collected these artifacts and have then donated them to this museum uh so there is like a big collection from like greece there is from egypt I'm looking at it right now. These, I mean, it's gorgeous. The ceilings are amazing. And it says, this beautiful museum founded in 1888 invites you to discover Northern Europe's largest collection of ancient Mediterranean art and visit the leading collection of French Impressionist paintings in Denmark. So, wow. So that is one of my favorite places to go, just like for looking at beautiful art and looking at beautiful architecture. And then there are places like Ripley's Believe It or Not. (laughs) Why in the world? (laughs) Um, Other things that I'm seeing to do here is the Eros Kunstmuseum, which is like an art gallery. Welcome to Eros Art House Art Museum, one of Europe's largest art museums situated in the the heart of Eros. Is that like a neighborhood in Copenhagen? No, Aarhus is like on Big Island. Oh. The one to uh, Germany. Got it. So then maybe not that. <laughs> but there's also a teddy bear art museum. Isn't that cute? The teddy bear art museum? Oh, I've been there. Oh, you have? Oh. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, I'm a person who likes gritty things. Mm. But even my cold heart... <laughs> melted there oh at the teddy bear art museum it looks adorable yeah i mean like it is absolutely uh, i love it that seems to be a little off the beaten path it seems to be in billund which is in south jutland denmark but if you have the day 
Yeah. yeah, if you have the day. Um, what are some other things that you would recommend? So if I wanted to go check out this uh, R&B scene, what, where would I go? Um, I mean, this is pre-COVID. Okay, okay, fair. But there are some clubs uh, at the, it's called Istorgade, which is the street. If you want to do seedy things, that's the street for you. <laughs> I, okay. Are those where the gay bars are? There are gay bars, sex bars. I mean, like, whatever floats your boat goes there. But they have a lot of interesting pubs and clubs there that are maybe not heteronormative. Oh, that's great. I'm all about it. And that's where I've seen uh, some of those. Uh, I mean, like, I've seen, uh, I can't remember her name. But an absolutely fantastic trans performer. She puts on like R&B. I mean, like she does these loops. Uh-huh. And I mean, like I think it's so dumb to speak about this on the air when I can't remember her name. Well, by the time we post this, you'll have remembered, and we'll link to it. And I'll say it right here. I'll cut it in. Beep. There. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's who you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. So, I mean, like, I've spent many nights on that street, mainly because I like to experience art that might sting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in someone's eyes. I mean, like, for me, art should always be provocative, and you can find very specific types of art on that street i love it i'm so excited to like just sort of immerse myself in the subculture of everywhere we go but for those who don't want to go to the bar scene what's the food scene like what is the danish dish we have to try is there a swedish dish that's going to be in copenhagen that we have to try as well like what do we need Uh, to eat i mean if you love pastries Mm -hmm. copenhagen is the city for you okay because i mean i have once went over to Copenhagen to get a certain kind of um, pastry that I love just because I couldn't find it here. Really? What was what was yeah. it? It's like this sweet thing with chocolate dripped mm. on top of it and then there is some like vanilla in inside of it. Mm. And it is it is absolutely divine. We'll have to make sure to get one on the show day, like for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Then I can also say, like, it's not the most vegan-friendly city. Really? Like, everything's dairy? There is a lot of dairy, and they don't really understand the concept of veganism. Okay. Fair enough. But I know that you can find vegan places there as well. and And I mean, like, it's better now than it was maybe... 15 years ago uh-huh. uh, because 15 years ago I, I was a vegan and I couldn't find anything to eat really but I know that it's getting better and better each each year but it's such a meat heavy country like what meat specifically would you say is like what we are pork we're, pork it's pork heavy so much pork yeah <laughs> <laughs> so much pork Um, I'm trying to find restaurants that are near the venue that you would recommend. Is there anything that you can think off the top of your head? And I'm looking also, by the way, I'm, you know, we'll post pictures, but the venue is is gorgeous. Like, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about that really, but it's, you can see the history. It's, it's beautiful. I'm one of those boring people that when I travel, Mm -hmm. I tend to eat a burger wherever. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
<laughs> but I mean, like, there are restaurants, like, there's a lot of Asian places. There are a lot of burger joints, small places. They have a rich Middle Eastern food uh, culture as well. Mm-hmm. And so there is this... There is this street called Ströge, okay. which is like, it goes pretty much all the way from uh, from the train station and you can walk all the way through till you come to uh, the Royal Copenhagen Theater. And that's just got food everywhere. And it, there's food everywhere on that street. Mm. Mm, I'm going to eat my way through Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm reading from the Wikipedia page devoted to Danish cuisine, and it says Danish cuisine originated from the peasants' population's own local produce and was enhanced by cooking techniques developed in the late 19th century and the wider availability of goods during and after the Industrial Revolution that opened sandwiches known as smorbrød, which in their yeah, base... Smorbrød. How? How? Smorbrød. Smorbrød. Is that... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. I'm so sorry to the world. Um, but I'm looking at a picture of frikadeller meatballs with rug, yeah. rugbrud with rye bread and pickled gherkins. That looks amazing, honestly. Oh, it is so good. I love a meatball. I love a, ger- <laughs> I love a pickled gherkin, too. <laughs> I, I, I meant the food. <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> So, okay, good. So is there like a street food scene? Like meaning, are there like food trucks or is it all just mostly restaurants? Well, I mean, like there is these small, like holes in the wall, pretty much. Uh, There aren't that many like food trucks, but there are like small restaurants that are just like, you can walk by it uh, once and uh, then you see it the next time. And then the next time when you go there, oh, then there's another restaurant there. Wow. It changes so quickly with uh, the food scene. But what I love about eating in Copenhagen is that there is not really, I mean, like, even if there is like this fast food uh, culture, there is so many different varieties of fast food. Mm. Like you can get noodles um, and then you can pick like three different dishes to have in the noodles Mm. and then like a sauce with it. Uh, And those places are pretty much all over the city. Okay, great. I'm very excited for that. I mean, it seems like it's going to be an amazing time. I feel like you can pretty much get by if you only speak English. Give us the dark side of Copenhagen. Tell us what we need to be aware of and conscious of as travelers. Is there anything that we need to know, you know, maybe on the darker side? Um, There is a lot of drugs in Copenhagen. Okay. And there are a lot of people that sell things that might be spiked with other things um so i would say if someone were to enjoy those sort of things i would say stay away from it there Mm -hmm. because i mean like there's been a lot of like fentanyl spiked things going on there lately so uh I would say stay away from those things and only use if you want to have money in like if you don't just want it on your card you should just use those what is it called like where you can take out money. <laughs> oh, I just learned it in German. Geldautomat. 
The Geld Automat, which is the ATM machine? Yeah, the ATM machine. Yes. Uh, you should just use those that's where it says Danske Bank. Oh, is that the Danish bank? Yeah, because the other ones, I mean, like you will get your money. But the thing is that the currency rate of taking out from another currency on those other ATMs is, I mean, like it is ridiculous how much they charge God. for uh, for the rate the, uh, whereas the danish banks atms they only charge you what the currencies are worth they don't put on any extra fees got it so danske bank is the atms that we need to use yeah good that's good i mean it's good to know that there's a lot of you know i mean especially because in city centers like if people are selling things you know whatever anybody wants to do i'm very like everybody live your own life but don't maybe yeah. maybe not buy anything from the streets of denmark or from the streets of copenhagen on this trip yeah <laughs> the next day so we flew in we hang out we party all night till 10 in the morning we get some <laughs> sleep at a local hotel we get up we eat some pickled gherkins we go to the show, we hang out at the city center, we go into the hole-in-the-wall restaurants, we see an amazing show, we come out of the show, we probably have some dinner, and the city is kind of closed. We go back to our hotel, we get up really early, and then the next morning, we fly out to Oslo, which is 603 kilometers, about 375 miles away. It's six and a half hours by car, eight and a half hours by train, and an hour ten in a, on a flight. And it, it was pretty cheap. I looked at Norwegian Air morning flights, so what's your plan? That's my plan as well. Yeah. That's what I've done. Uh, I've uh, done that a few times now. Okay, <laughs> great. And you, you fly, you, of course, you fly out of your, out of Malmo, right? You don't fly out of Copenhagen. No, I always fly out of Copenhagen. Oh, you do? Because oh. the airport in Copenhagen is closer to me than Malmo airport is. That is like an hour on the opposite side. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, that's that's great. As a person, do you prefer like the earliest flight possible just for the safety net of it and getting there as early as possible? Or do you prefer to like sleep in to like nine or 10 and then take like a 11 o'clock flight? Like what's your preferred plan? Oh, I'm an early bird. Okay. I, I try to get out to the airport as early as possible. Same. <laughs> I'm like, get me there. Get me there. Yeah, I I always go as early as I can. Mm -hmm. And uh, Norwegian Air is my preferred one. Good to know. Good to know. This has been wonderful. Tell us anything else we need to know. Anything that you haven't had a chance to mention about either Copenhagen, what we need to do there, you know, any, anything. I mean, what I can say is that you will be in for a fantastic uh, concert mm -hmm. um, oh yeah I because heard, yeah. oh my god she always puts on such amazing shows when she plays Copenhagen so your first Copenhagen show was in 2005 yeah wow let's look at this set it was June 19th 2005 oh I had just left the tour I had just left oh my god we could have met yeah. Oh my God. Okay. This is the set. Original Sensuality, Blood Roses, which was on fire that tour and a surprise that tour. Yes. A sort of fairy tale, Amber Waves, Martha's Foolish Ginger, Seaside, Playboy Mommy, Father Figure, Knights in White Satin, Beauty Queen Horses, Mother Revolution, Winter, Spring Haze, Ending with a Beekeeper, Encore One, Icicle Sweet the Sting, Encore Two, Space Dog, Hey Jupiter. That's a really good show. 
Yeah. And then you saw her again in Copenhagen when? I have been to all of them from 2005 to 2017. All of them. Okay, great. Yeah. So, and which one was your favorite? My favorite would have to be 2017. Okay, let's look at that. Native Invader. Copenhagen on the Native Invader Tour, Saturday, September 23rd, 2017. IIE, Jackie Strength, Northern Lad, back-to-back, that's wild. Beauty of Speed, Garlands, Crucify, Let It Be, God Running Up That Hill, Reindeer King, Ruby Through the Looking Glass, Winter, Mrs. Jesus, Blood Roses, again Blood Roses, and a sort of fairy tale back-to-back again, and Cloud Riders. Wow. Yeah. But she did do a song for me this night, and that was Mrs. Jesus. Oh, you asked for Mrs. Jesus? It's my... No, actually, I asked for girl. Uh, <laughs> She's like, you, need a, you don't need a girl, you need a woman. But she told me, like, I don't think girl will be ready for tonight, but I know another of your special girls is flying around, <gasps> and I think she will come. Oh, my God. And uh, she knows, uh, I mean, like, I've spoken at length to her about how much uh, Mrs. Jesus means to me on different occasions. And uh, it's one of those songs that has followed me around when I've seen her. Oh, well, you'll have to be on our Mrs. Jesus episode. We'll have to hear all about it. Oh, my God. I I would love to be on that episode. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm going to put that down so that, let me write that down right now so I don't forget. And I'll send myself an email. You don't even have to email us about it. I'll send myself an email. Uh, Oh, my God. I know. Royalty. That's how you get treated here. If you do a prep episode for our European tour, you're royalty. Stefan, where can people find you on Instagram again? At Tory Collector, right? At Tory Collector. uh, I haven't really posted much lately, but I am planning on... uh, going through all of my 600 plus items in my collection. I'm half envious, but then half also triggered like by my mom's own hoarding tendencies. I'm like, oh my God, that's why I can't like collect at that level. <laughs> but I, I respect you. I respect you for doing it. Thank so you're going to go through and start selling or what are you going to do? No, I'm going to go through it and post it like from Wycantory Reed up until Ocean to Ocean oh. and go through all of my items in detail. And just post them on the on the Instagram? Yeah. Oh, so then follow him right away. That's going to that's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're going to make me jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, follow Tory Collector on Instagram. Thank you so much for being here on our Copenhagen show. You really helped us prepare. Remember, can't use Euro. You have to go to the Danish bank ATMs. Don't buy fentanyl. Don't buy drugs because it's cut with fentanyl. It's all cut with fentanyl. Eat pickled gherkins if you can. What else do I have written here? The Danish are very friendly and they'll try to speak to you in English. So maybe if you don't learn Danish, it's okay. And I would love to go to the R- a little bar that has like a little R&B concert inside on the night before. Something like that. That sounds like an amazing evening. And as far as like what you have left over at the end of your trip, like in kroner wise, like what do you do with it? Do you just like hang on to it? Well, I mean, like I have this bowl of the Danish crowns that I that I bring every time I go to Copenhagen. Oh. <laughs> yeah, smart, <laughs> smart. Just keep it for the next time. But I mean, like, for me, if I didn't live close to it, I would give it to someone who would need it. <laughs> I would give it to Stefan. If, yeah. you, if you're with any leftover, maybe just give it to someone who lives in Malmo. Who cares? Just whatever. We're free. <laughs> maybe we will. Maybe we will. 
Nice pitch. I, I, yeah, I didn't really mean me, but I mean, like, yeah, if you want to give me the money, hey, I mean, hey, no stranger. Donations gladly accepted. <laughs> Tribute. Roses. Roses. But once again, Stefan, thank you for being on our show, and I can't wait to see you in person, and I'm sure everybody is going to benefit from the amazing information that you have here. And by the way, to the listener who's listened to all of these in order, this is actually the first one we've recorded. It's the first one we're recording. So we're recording yeah. out of order. Good job. Good job, us. I think we did a good job. I think so as well. I love thank it. you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Night is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information or links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com.